Hey, what's going on, y'all? I first want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Black Men Embracing Feelings podcast. I will be your host. Um, my name is Joe Blue. For a little bit of background about myself, um, and I guess going into the reason for this podcast as well, this is just one of those additional platforms to what's already out there for uh, creating a safe space for black men to embrace their feelings, to talk about our vulnerabilities, to talk about our areas of growth and weaknesses, and those higher conversations that we often feel that society and, and our communities and friends and loved ones, or so-called loved ones and friends, uh, make it difficult for us to have. Right. Um, black men need an outlet and a platform in order for us to speak our mind in a safe space. Um, you know, that's that's not out there to judge anybody. That's not out there to put anybody down, but a, a safe space where they feel understood. You know what I mean? So we can continue to work on ourselves and better ourselves. And you know what I mean? And, and I guess touching on what's happening out there now is that it's, it's a lot of heat on black men. Um, some of it rightfully so, but not all of it. Is um is is fair because we're all, we're all imperfect, you know what I mean. So I just want to create this platform for for us to gather to continue to just strengthen ourselves and and work on ourselves and do what's necessary for us to embrace our feelings, man. Because truth be told, it's it's a lot of broken men out there that will not admit that you know we feel broken, we feel misunderstood, we feel used, we feel abused, and you know for men to admit the the unthinkable, the saying that we don't know. You know what I mean? Or we're hurt. You know what I mean? Um, so this is essentially just adding on to the many resources that are already out there uh, for us to, to really embrace, you know, our core and get to the root of us so that we can just be better men, better fathers, better uncles, better um, husbands, boyfriends. And, you know, the, the list goes on that that men hold that title for and, and whatever we have in the, in the lives of other people. Um, you know, to go into a little bit of background about myself, um, you know, mental health is something that's big to me, um, even to the point where, you know, I have pursued my, my master's degree within mental health counseling and currently um, on the road to getting my license in mental health counseling. Um, and, and with that, I, I want to um, dive a little bit deeper into, um, you know, providing services for black men. Um Again, just going with this podcast and, you know, I mean, other outlets as well as, but, you know, being a resource for black men in counseling. Um, and again, that's a taboo and it's a stigma that we have to get over as well. But I'm willing to take up, um, you know what I mean, that arm and, and, and run with it because it's so crucial and it's so key. man. We see a lot uh, within our communities. We see a lot of broken homes. We have a lot of fatherless men out here that are put in positions to be fathers, you know, without a prime example, um, to, to mold themselves after and, you know, growing up within some of our communities and just the trauma and PTSD that we've seen and, and lived through and, you know, even just going through the history of just uh, black culture, you know what I mean, and how our families were purposely torn apart and the and the black man was purposely emasculated and and, and put down and, you know what I mean? There's so many things throughout our history where there there should be a need and a focus on black men for us to be able to work through our traumas, be able to work through our insecurities, our vulnerabilities, our anxieties, our depressions and, and things like that. Um, so that that is the charge that I, I take up humbly um, and prayerfully, you know, as well, because it's not easy. Um, 
to do so. But so that's that's where I come from with it. Um, not only with just my own experiences and things like that, but really trying to be um, in the field, in the trenches, um, you know, to, to, to be that resource and, and to get the word out there and, and to help, you know, uplift our culture, man, uplift our, our men. You know what I mean? It's needed. Men are needed in the homes. Men are needed in relationships. Um, men are needed in society, man. We, we can't do it all on our own. We all need each other. Um, but the most important thing is being able to be healthy for each other and, and to break a lot of the cycles and, and the trends um, that we thought are healthy out there um, because they're just the norm. You know what I mean? Like there, there, there's other things out there, there's other options out there, but it all first starts if if we are willing to raise our hand and say, "Hey, I'm struggling," man, and and, and understand that that's okay, but also feel like you have brothers around you, sisters around you that will embrace you even in your weakest moments um, to help uplift you and build you and not use that weak moment to just tell you tear you down further um so that's the premise of this of this podcast um and and i, I again want to thank y'all for tuning in and you know just ask for you to journey with me um as as we be as we look to help others within our communities um you know what i mean and, and, and especially for y'all joining um you know, and I, one of the things that I understand that I've learned, you know, is, is that we we often wear a mask. Um, I say that generally as we as a people in society, but specifically for black people, people of color. Um, and again, going back to the purpose of this podcast, specifically for black men, we wear a mask and we wear it so well. We wear this bravado. We wear this ego. We wear our pride so well. To where we feel like we're impenetrable. Like we, we can't be defeated. You know what I mean? And that mass becomes so heavy that we wear. And one of the things that I've learned throughout my whole my own struggle with anxiety and depression is that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be right. You know, to be as, as close to perfect as possible. Um, to not make mistakes, to not look weak, to not look scared. Um, you know what I mean? And we we put so much of our energy and strength into doing that to the outside world. We even try to trick ourselves when something triggers within us that comes up and says, hey, this is an issue that you should pay attention to. And we brush it off and we think we can sleep it off or we think we can work it off or we think we can just drink it off and all of that type of stuff. But no, that's... That's something that we need to dig a little bit deeper into. And that's what I mean by black men embracing feelings, right? Because it's like, well, we feel like, you know what I mean? We can't think straight. Our mind is going crazy. We drink it off. We sex it off. We do so many other things, get involved in drugs and all of that other type of stuff. Or we try to work it off, but that doesn't help. It just buries us a little bit deeper. And just going through my own experiences in that, um... I hit a low point within my life where, um, you know, everything that I tried to cover up started to be exposed. And I wasn't as effective in my relationships. I wasn't as effective in work. You know, those those things that, you know, I stood on to to define my manhood. Um, And that essentially broke me down. That pressure that we tried to you know, 
act as if it doesn't exist because of our mask, it starts to tear us down. It starts to break us down. Um, so in that weak moment, one of the things that I did, right, um, start to journal and things like that. Um, I wrote a piece and it's called a letter to my strong friend. Um, you know, this is in the game going to as much as we pour out to people, as much as we, you know what I mean? Do for other people that it's just to take the thoughts and their minds off of ourselves. Heck, that, that gets heavy, man. It gets heavy. So, um, for at least for this episode, this first episode is just a, a soft introduction, but I do want to dive into something and, and leave it with y'all. Um, hopefully you all enjoy it. Hopefully, you know, it resonates and, um, you know what I mean? We can just keep going from there, but it was, it's, it's a piece that's called a letter to my strong friend, um, which is something that I wrote when I was, um, in that tough time. And I was just in need of so much encouragement, man. Like, I didn't, I had lost my, my sense of identity. Like it it was just, it was a low point. Um, without going into too much detail, but really the detail is in this letter that I wrote. So again, hopefully it resonates with you all, um, exposes and shares a little bit about myself in terms of being vulnerable. Um, it is a starting point for, you know, men that's listening to really, really start to pay attention to you, embrace your feelings, man. Understand the importance of counseling. Understand the importance of true brotherhood and those just really looking out for you and for you to really start to, you know, express yourself and things of that nature. So here it is. So here's this letter that I wrote for you, the strong friend. And you probably hear this often, but my hope is that you hear it this time a little different and that you are appreciated. And not just for what you do, but this appreciation is because I see and admire the process it takes to be you. Many men, I see the nights where you question if you're making a difference, but I do, and I want to say thank you. Many men, I see the tears you cry when you feel alone or feel without because you gave all you had to others, but I do, and I want to say thank you. People don't always think what you do is a sacrifice, but giving to others means one less thing for you. There's rarely any reciprocation, but I want you to know that it's appreciated. Not many will believe or stop to think that even you have situations that you go through. Situations that you have to go home to, go home to your skeletons in the closet, to your mistakes, regrets, doubts you have, pressures you face, your downfalls, your mess, and your failures, your broken relationships, your wounds, your troubles, and your questions, questioning if what you're doing is making a difference, questioning if you are on the right path in life, questioning if you are who people said you are, questioning if even you can make it through, questioning if you're able to believe the same words for yourself that you say to others who are going through. Although you try to teach, build, encourage, motivate, strengthen, and elevate those you encounter, most really want to know if you'll say yes or no to letting them hold that dollar. Many don't want you for you, which is what you can offer. It's draining and discouraging, but you keep your chin up, hoping and praying one day you'll reach just one and it'll all be worth it. Still, all of, after all of your giving, with a little bit of energy and time left in the day that you have, you also have to put efforts to attending to you. Attending to bandaging yourself up and treating your wounds. Wounds that you suffered even by those who are closest to you that count on you. See, many appreciate what you give and what you do, but they don't appreciate you. You see, I appreciate how you're able to make people smile even when you're crying, you know, even when you're crying inside. I appreciate how you go out of your way to feed a hungry child, even if it's the last meal you had in your house. How you put much time and attention to preparation and you're given only to be called out for what's forgotten and missing. 
How when the first thing someone says to you is can I get instead of hello, how are you doing? Are you holding up okay? Do you need anything? How was your day? I'm praying for you and just let me know if there's anything that I can do. But that's if they'll pick up the phone like you do when you try to call too. But you graciously make yourself available and keep those subtle blows you take hidden. Which leaves you wondering, what will it take for people to see that you're hurting too? What will it take for people to see that, yes, you need help too? When you make your voice known, it's not as if they come as quickly as you do when they need you. What will it take for people to see behind the mask, behind the armor, behind what you offer and really truly say that they appreciate you? Now don't get me wrong, at your funeral, I'm sure they'll have nothing but nice words to say about you. How you were always there, how you sacrificed all you had if you needed to. How you've helped them and believed in them, tried to help them find themselves and not give up on life. Trust me, they'll have tons of roses for you. So let me give you your roses now, as they're long overdue. And if you can't allow me to encourage you while also sharing some concerns I have for you. See, I'm concerned that in all your giving, you still have this armor protecting you. Protecting you from your secret, yes, I know about that too. You may not show it because you have to uphold an image, or you probably don't have the time to deal with it, or it could be that you're afraid to admit that you just don't know how to do it. And the secret is that you too have weaknesses. You too need assistance. And the strength that you have is actually hurting you because you won't allow yourself to feel and admit the truth. And by not allowing yourself to feel, you're ignoring those emotional triggers that are setting off alarms to let you know that you need to start paying attention to you. Because your happiness is important. You deserve to smile just like you tell others to. You deserve peace, love, and happiness just like you tell others they do. See, I guess the problem is that you make it the problem is that you make it look so easy and effortless. You come off as if you have it all together and figured out. As if your bank account is unlimited and can never be emptied out. And by no means am I trying to place this blame on you. But if they only knew the truth that you're one slip away from self-destructing. If they only knew the weight of their concerns, demands, and expectations that they put on you, how much that pressure suffocates your air. It's like you can't take a minute to just think about you, and when you do, you're selfish, a liar, because you said you'll always be there. But you just add that attack as another wound, which quickly builds into an anxiety attack of your own. Depression sets in, and your health at this point is critical. But still, to them, it's the least of their concerns. And the anxiety of how much you care has an effect on you. But the difference between you and others is that they have you as a safety net, but who has you? See, my therapist once told me that givers give and takers take. And because you're a giver, it's sometimes hard to receive what it is that you need because you have a hard time asking. So you have to learn how to make your intentions known. Allow yourself to be open with the chosen few who you could be naked and exposed with. For Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 through 12 tells us that two are better than one, for if they fall, one will lift up his companion. And included in these chosen few is a professional who specializes in helping people like you. No longer can we live in an age where seeking therapy, especially in the black community, is taboo. It's a generational curse that we must bro- that we that must be broken. See, mental health disorders such as anxiety, depression, and many others are real and can create real issues. And let's be honest, there's a lot of things that we as black people naturally go through just because we're black. And this involves a history of social injustice, discrimination, social and economic challenges, and of course racism that are still in effect today. But my goal is not to make this another history lesson. 
However, we must acknowledge that history of pain, which has helped us make a people of make us a people of great strength and resilience. See, this we take pride in, but let not our pride blind us from the reality that we are still hurting. See, every day we have to carry with us this this question, which was raised by W.E.B. Du Bois. And this question was one less asked, but often wondered amongst Americans, which is simply, how does it feel to be a problem? To be a black man or woman in America involves being feared more than we are welcomed and accepted. Many of us deal with PTSD from our past and hearing of and seeing things in our community we shouldn't have. We are left with scars. Many of us are expected to be a father to a child without having a father of our own. Having to love a wife without ever seeing a successful relationship in our home. To maintain the strong image of a black man while still trying not to come off as threatening. To fight the label of an angry black woman for only trying to be assertive. To uphold the image of a strong black woman while also being the least protected. Navigating this double consciousness is not only frustrating but tiring. Not only is your mind affected but your body is too. That pain and tightness in your chest is something that can't be ignored and slept off. It doesn't make you less of a man or woman to address what's bothering you and seek help. Anxiety and depression is linked to the issue that we already have as a community in monitoring our cardiovascular health. Strength and anxiety contributes to high blood pressure, which affects the heart. And there's a lot of pressure that we deal with in life, and it's time that we get on the right side of it. For pressure busts pipes, but it can also produce diamonds. So we can no longer ignore these signs, self-medicate, and drink the pain away. We No longer can we extend an invite to meet up just for drinks, as it's really only a way for us to escape our issues and not think. See, this is a poor way to handle our pain. In these moments, we need to be encouraged to not confide in our vices. Let's exercise healthy coping mechanisms, such as engaging in healthy conversation, reflection, therapy, meditation, proper dieting, exercise, and prayer. For Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7 tells us to be anxious for nothing but in everything through prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And also included in these few are close family and friends who see you for you. See, Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17 tells us that a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. These will be the ones who will check up on you. And I want to emphasize a chosen few because not everyone you care about will really care about you other than what you can do for them. This you already know and have experienced. But if you don't find these chosen few, you're putting yourself on the clock. Put your pride to the side and yes, it's pride. It's prideful of you to think that you'll take care of yourself like you take care of everyone else. It's prideful of you to think that you yourself don't need any help and have all the answers. It's pride because you're putting too much on yourself. And if you continue this way again, your destruction is coming soon. Because as the Bible says, pride comes before destruction and destruction before the fall. But if we trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not into our own understanding and in all our ways acknowledge him, he will direct our paths. See, this is a call to action, especially for our black men, to truly begin to take care of ourselves and practice self-love. See, this is not a selfish act, but an act to help you become a better, healthier, more effective, and even more efficient you. A you who would know how to better manage your emotions, know when it's time to rest and recharge, know how to communicate your feelings instead of shutting down and avoiding situations or lashing out in anger. 
Because you carry the title of being strong so well doesn't mean the burdens and responsibilities you carry aren't heavy. So as I close, I want to charge you to put aside the mask, the facade, and acting as if you are immune to the trials and tribulations of life. And on today, I don't apologize for your secret being exposed. Be free from the thought that you have to live in isolation and do it alone. Through your vulnerability, you can find strength in your weakness. Acknowledge the strong friend, not just for what they do, but for what it takes to be the strong friend. Say to a man and woman that you know, thank you for you. And let's ask the question, how are you, really, with sincerity? And let's be purposeful and impactful with our words and less destructive. For life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And Proverbs 12, verse 25 tells us that anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. So these are just a few words that I wanted to express to you all, especially our black men that are listening. You know what I mean? To put that pride to the side. And it's time that we get on the right side of that pressure. You know what I mean? It's time for that we start to produce those diamonds, produce our full potential. But that involves us being vulnerable. That involves us sharing parts of ourselves so that we can get the help that we need. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to share for today. Um, stay tuned in, in regards to the topics that we do have coming up that'll be put out there. Um, I appreciate you all listening for today. And um, I pray that you, you have a blessed day. Um, but most importantly, man, take that time out for you um, to truly assess you. Give yourself grace through this process. It's not easy. Um, and if you've been wrestling with it, explore therapy. I encourage it. It's helpful. Um, and go through that process. And you might have to date more than one therapist. It's like dating. But when you find that right one, embrace the process. Lock in, man. Oh, because it's so much more greater in you. If only we get past ourselves. So that's all I had. And then tune into the next episode of Black Men Embracing Feelings. All right, y'all take care.